Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Best of Five. That's a little bit better. Hello! It's very drastic in here. It's very, uh, it's very, what do you call it? Dramatic. Dramatic lighting. Uh, first of all, hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, Automatic is tied up with family stuff. He will be joining us in just a little bit, so don't you fret. You're not just stuck with me here. But while he is out being a family man, I think it's about time, right? It took me weeks to get this shit organized, but we gotta give some people some pizza. So, here's what's gonna happen. I have our six winners. I see Red Mage Susie. I see Cold Storm in the chat. Thank you all for being here. What I'm gonna do is I will spin a wheel twice. And two of you will then get some pizza. Simple enough, right? Uh, let me go ahead and get that set up because I kind of am running behind, you know, but big surprise, right? Here is how we're going to do this. We're going to, I'm going to do this in the background over here, and then I'm going to do this. All right, ladies and gents, it's time. Are you all ready for some pizza? Are you all ready for some pizza giveaway? Let me see some ones in the chat if you all want some pizza. Everybody wants pizza. Dude, pizza is like the best, the greatest thing on earth, right? Am I, am I wrong? The answer to that riddle is no. The answer to that riddle is hell nay. Hell nay. I see a lot of ones. Thank you, everybody. One big, one quick thing before we, before we officially start. Just one quick, uh, like, housekeeping thing right off the bat. We are in Twitch's enhanced broadcasting beta. So... What this means is I am broadcasting at a different bitrate than usual, at a different resolution than usual, and at a different encoding than usual. So if y'all like what you see, let me know and be sure to let Twitch know. I, because to me, I, I tested this stuff out yesterday and it looks pretty damn nice. You know, it looks pretty dang nice. All right, enough with the dilly dally, ladies and gents. Here is the wheel, the wheel of doom, including our six count them six winners we have scrub cybot red mage susie q ball gg cold g storm ruri kid a and ikasukis so congratulations to you guys for uh, nostradamoing uh, as it were so let us dilly dally no further and click the spin wait should i get some music in here hold on i'm sorry it sounds, it, it feels like I'm holding you guys back on purpose, but I swear I'm not. We need to make this exciting. This is momentous. Where is it? Where is it? Okay, we'll do this one. We'll do this one. All right, here we go, everybody. We got, a, we got the music. We got the wheel. We got everything on the roll. We're spinning the wheel in three, two, one. Spin. Damn, that spin took forever. Cue ball. Cue ball. Cue ball, I know you wrote a one earlier, but type hello. There you are. Cue ball, congratulations. You have won a pizza. I'll reach out to you after the show. And we'll get you, we'll get you that pizza. We'll get it all figured out. Uh, Red Mage Susie, you said your roommate and you were driving to Frosty and were discussing what the games, what you thought the games would be. 
damn that's exciting congratulations all right we got one more spin cue ball congratulations on getting that pizza now we got one more and here we go three two one it's crazy that this like it it spins just long enough to be inconveniently long it's cue ball what the fuck get out of here high choice <laughs> cue ball you're ruining it <laughs> Alright, here we go. Ruri Kid A. Ruri Kid A. Say hello in the chat room if you would. I'm giving you I'm giving you 30 seconds starting right meow. Mm. Your infinite spark? Hold on. Your infinite spark? All right, hold on one second. Let me verify. Let me verify because I got the form. Uh, I got the form, so let's verify here. Uh, Evo 2024 predictions, responses. Where is it? I don't know how this shit works. Let's see. That's cue ball. I think it said 20. So we got 47 different entrants. Six of you were able to get them all right. And let me get this here. I think you were number 20, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, that is not you. Oh, shit. Well, this is terrible. Oh, wait. Were you 25? Maybe you were 25. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, Ruri Kid A. Infinite Spark! It is you! Not that I don't trust you, but I had to confirm. You know what I mean? We got to do our due diligence here. Uh, so, congratulations, Infinite Spark, on your pizza. And congratulations, Cuba, on your pizza. To everybody else that participated, thank you so much for participating. I'm so happy you guys... I hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, dude, no, no confusion at all, man. I, look, this is on me. I should be more prepared, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Let me just do this real quick. Better prepare my guesses for next year. Yeah, Red Mage Susie. Look, if you... If you... In I know this is probably your first time here. Actually, you know what? I should have done this to begin with. My name is Elon. Usually, I'm here joined with a co-host, Automatic, the legend. Uh, however, he is family manning right now. But uh, for those of you that haven't been here before, this is Best of Five. You might remember an old, old FGC show called Best of Three. This is kind of what transpired from that, right? Best of Three ended, and then Best of Five started, and then I got brought on board to run the back end, and then everybody retired. <laughs> And I'm the last one left. Uh, so if you guys like FGC stuff, if you guys like FGC stuff, and you you know what we do here is we cover FGC news. On Tuesdays we have our talk show slash podcast, whatever you want to call it. And during the week I usually stream in the morning so we can get caught up on everything. So if you like what we do here, feel free to give us a follow. I appreciate you all participating. I wish I could give you all pizza, but I cannot. I don't have that kind of money. I wish I did. I would get myself some more pizza, you know what I mean? 
but thank you everybody for joining and for participating. I hope you all had fun at least uh, with this little, little doohickey uh, that we tried to do. And there's going to be a lot more opportunities, man. I, if you guys don't know, I'm the king of pizza bets. You feel me? I'm the king of pizza bets. So anytime there's a wager here on best of five, there is no money wager. It's just pizza. And now that we have automatic on the show, it's either pizza or quesabiria. All right. So it's either pizza or quesabiria. Right now, it's pizza because I'm here. So congratulations. Uh, Cue ball and infinite spark. If you guys can send me a Twitch DM with your PayPal email, I'll get that sent over to you as soon as the show is over today or maybe tomorrow morning if I forget today. But congratulations. And thank you for participating. Everybody, everybody give them a round of applause. And give all the contestants who got it right a round of applause. You know, we got to celebrate everybody here. If, if again, if I had more money, I would give all six of you pizza. But I ain't got that kind. Of, I ain't got that kind of scratch. <laughs> uh, speaking of scratch, though. We started off on a very, very high energy note. So I'm going to try to keep that up. I think no promises, though. No promises. But my name is Elon. This is Best of Five. This is another episode of Best of Five. This is episode 303 of Best of Five. And today on the show, tonight on the show, we're going to, as soon as Automatic gets here, we're going to resolve our pizza bet. Because if you don't know, a Capcom Cup was this past weekend. And Automatic and I had an ongoing pizza bet to see who could pick the player who would go the furthest. We're going to resolve that. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything just yet, but we're going to resolve that a little bit later in the show as soon as he's here. We're also going to talk about Capcom Cup itself. We're going to talk about Ed because he came out today along with a what I thought was going to be a meteor patch, as in like meteor, like with meat. But not it wasn't meaty enough, I think. But we'll discuss that a little bit later. And we also are going to talk about a couple of game updates and information updates that we've received this week. So since automatic is not here, let's dive into our topics. We're going to start here. So we already, this, this is going to be a little bit of a clusterfuck. We're, we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants today. So we started here. We spun for the evil pizza. Again, congratulations to the winners, cue ball and infinite spark uh, for winning. Now let's get on over to Let's start over here. There we go. Sorry, these are my cups. Let's go right over here. You feel me? Let's start with the very, very bottom. Uh, for those of you that did not see, last week, almost immediately after our show, as usual, we got a tweet from Tom Cannon saying, hey, we're going to have exciting Project L news. To stay tuned. And then on Thursday of that week, I think it was Thursday, uh, we got some of those news. And one of those news, unfortunately, is very, very sad. It is, it feels like losing a best friend. It really does. So for those of you that don't know, the news included the actual title of the game. And unfortunately, we can no longer call it Project L. And I'll be honest, I'm a little bit torn up about it. Because Project L was a pretty cool name. I'm not going to lie. Especially in the FGC. 
whenever you get to say L for anything, it's funny. So, unfortunate that we have to say goodbye to Project L, which we've known for like three years now, three or four years now. <sighs> Mommy TV, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the new name in just a little bit, but first. Ladies and gents, I have here yeah. Danny DeVito with me, and we're going to pay respects to the fallen name for Project L. So, uh, Danny DeVito, if you would please join in. Thank you. Goodbye, Project L. We as a community are no longer holding the L, and it is sad. Because every day when I tune into FGC Twitter, it feels like the FGC in general on Twitter is just holding a bunch of L's. <sighs> Alright, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. But anyway, rest in peace, Project L. We, you will be missed. You will be missed. Uh, but, with that said... They also shared a pretty cool trailer, so let's take a look to see what the new name is. Don't look away. Are we hurting each other for sports? Stand with me. We call the weak. Starting now. What? Replay. Time to throw down. About time. Two XKO. Two XKO is the new name for. The uh, League of Legends fighting game title, formerly known as Project L. <laughs> Actually, can we just call it 2X? You know, like how there was like the artist formerly known as Prince? Can we just call it like the project formerly known as L? <laughs> I really want that to be a thing. But, you know, who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? That's never going to happen. I'm going to... All right, that's enough of that. Thanks, Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's automatic. But 2XKO is the name of the is the title of the new League of Legends fighting game. They also announced that they are going to be in a different stage of development. Last year, they were in like heads down creating the game mode and figuring it out, right? Because if you guys recall, there's it's, there's been a couple iterations of things with with project l automatic no don't worry about it man you do your thing i'm look i've done this for like two years at this point i am a master of stalling i can stall for hours uh, as a matter of fact my first ever stream on this channel for those of you that remember was when soul caliber 6 was released and i got the release hour wrong by an hour so i stalled for an hour by looking at pictures of owls and i am not above Looking at more pictures of owls, if we if we need to, family's more important, man. We don't make enough money in the show. 
to, to be worried about it like that. It's all good. If you want to hop on with your daughter, that's up to you. I don't care either way. And Pathos has been with me even longer. So Pathos knows. Pathos knows. Listen to Pathos. Uh, but 2XKO is the new name. I feel like FGC Twitter is already bitching about it. I always feel like I said this last week. I'm going to say it again this week. I feel like the FGC on Twitter just fucking bitches for no reason. No reason at all. Literally, it, like a leaf can fall on like a football field and the FGC Twitter will be up in arms against a leaf and against a tree and against a football field. Everybody just likes complaining. 2XKO is not a bad name. It's pretty cool. It's difficult to say, sure, but it's cool and it looks cool on paper. I I really do want to call it the project formerly known as L. But they they announced that they will be a lot more forward facing this time around. Uh, they're going to be traveling to a bunch of tournaments, not only major tournaments but also local tournaments and maybe some local some local events, local locations. I guess which is pretty pretty exciting. I'm excited for that. They also have a sign up. If you go to play.2xko. I think it's play.2xko.com or like 2xko.riot.com. I forget the website. You can sign up for the beta test. Wait, is it on the is it in the uh is it in the the thing? No, it's not. Damn it. It's not. Uh, you can sign up for the playtest. There's going to be a playtest. There's a beta coming. You guys remember how excited we were with Street Fighter VI betas, with Mortal Kombat betas, with Tekken betas? Now we're getting, finally, a Project L beta. I'm sorry, a 2XKO beta. The project formerly known as L beta. So that's extremely, extremely exciting. I can't wait. For those of you that weren't here last year, I, got, I had the opportunity to at evo play project l thank you to the community team the community and influencer team at the project l booth uh, they were able to sneak me in because a media personality was a no-show for their time slot so they put me in there instead so i got to play with one of the devs as well as dragles who is now the the editor-in-chief i think he used to be like the influencer manager but now i think he's the editor-in-chief he got a promotion congratulations to him but we played a little bit of project l and it was awesome we played 2v1 where the dev, who uh, he was like the audio guy, played by himself, and then Dragles and I play against him. And man, that game is going to be wacky, and I mean that in the absolute best possible way. I cannot wait to see like how crazy shit is going to get. One of my favorite things, I think, about how Project L is working as it is right now from that uh, play session is if you're playing with a partner the partner controls the character at all times, right? So if your character is on the screen and you're playing, you don't get to call the assist. You have to depend on your partner to call the assist or to call in the burst, right? That to me is so unbelievably exciting. I cannot wait to see how that shapes up. That's gonna be so cool. That's gonna be so cool. And I'm so happy we're gonna get to see a lot more of it this year. So thank you, Tom Cannon. Sounds stupid to you? Well, stop it. Open your mind with your heart unclouded by hate. I don't remember what that uh, that saying is. I feel like you're hating for the sake of hating. Stop it. Uh, it's really, really cool. I had a blast with it, and I can't wait to see what people do with it. Now, that was not the only fighting game news we got this week because along with the Project L update, we also got 
this little doobly-doo right here. This is no time to smile. Hell yeah, it is. Fight a fire god is coming off my bucket list. Enjoy killing you. Peace unlocked. Fatality. Peacemaker wins. Da -da. Oh, and we get the little flawless victory. And there you have it. That's Peacemaker. Look, I feel like you guys in the chat are shitting on this for, like, no reason, right? Just like the rest of FGC Twitter is kind of shitting on this for no reason. People are complaining about the animations. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it looks pretty badass. Uh, it looks like an NRS game, man. Uh, if you don't like it, that's fine. But I feel like saying the animations are bad is not a constructive enough criticism for it to be a valid criticism. You know what I mean? But with that said, dude, I think they just nailed this character, man. I, I loved watching Peacemaker. My partner and I watched Peacemaker almost in one sitting. Almost in one sitting. Like, we literally would watch, like, two to three episodes a night, if not more. Uh, so, it's really cool that they got so many so many callbacks to the show. Uh, the fatalities from, like, I think the first episode. Like, most of his moves are super-duper cool. Uh, I can't wait to see this character come out. And I think he comes out on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. It comes out on the 29th. Right? That's what the trailer said. I literally just saw it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay. My computer doesn't want to find it. Hold on. Ah, there it is. Uh, 28th. Sorry. The 28th. So it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. 
And Janet Cage is the cameo character that's coming in uh, along with Peacemaker. However, she's going to be available in March, so she won't be releasing alongside Peacemaker just yet. Alongside Peacemaker, however, tomorrow, uh, there are going to be a lot of updates to the game, including crossplay. Mortal Kombat 1 finally caught up. They're going to have some crossplay. You know what I find interesting? And this is the thing. Look, I, I don't know if it's because uh, things in my life are not quite going how I want them to go. But every time I see like negativity on Twitter, it just feels like a bunch of people whining for no reason, right? Like they finally added crossplay to 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 the game that's hopefully going to revitalize a lot of things. But then instead of saying, "Hey, cool, we got crossplay. Thanks. Looking forward to the next one." People are bitching about not having King of the Hill. Come on, man, this shit's expensive. Look, I'm not somebody who like shows for corporations, right? Cuz that shit's like that's stupid, right? Warner Brothers has a shit ton of money. So they they can like they can you know afford to put the stuff in there. Honestly, I think NRS just doesn't have the manpower to put everything on there with everything else going on. So I feel like people are getting this thing that they wanted, and instead of celebrating getting this thing that they wanted, and I speak thinking about the developers that are behind it working on this shit, instead of celebrating the thing that they wanted, they're just like they just want the next thing, right? It's like the it genuinely just feels like a bunch of people whining for no reason. Now, is King of the Hill a big deal? I don't I'm not too in tune with the Mortal Kombat scene, the NRS scene, right? However, a lot of people are saying like that's something that they've used for competitive play, that's something that a lot of people use for for online play. So, it makes sense for people to want it, right? But I think I, I think there just has to be a line between wanting something and whining about it. <laughs> King of the Hill Squidly is a mode that's been in almost every other NRS game, if I'm not mistaken, where you have a lobby and it's essentially like it's essentially like an arcade where you have a bunch of people waiting to play and whoever wins stays on. And you can have like win streaks. So King of the Hill, the person who wins keeps staying on. If they keep beating people, they get stuff. Blah 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 blah. You know, uh, you get the you get the deal. You get the the gist. You picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, Die by Sword says they want live service money. They better prepare to deal with live service on demand. Very true. Very true. Oh, is that Hello? automatic? I hear. Check check check. Oh, there he is. Hello. Can you hear me? I can, can you hear, hear me? you. Nice. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. Uh, okay. I think this is good. <laughs> I can work with this. Can you just move your camera to your right? Uh, yeah, sure. I got a new streaming setup, so it's a little. It's a little. Oh, it's all uh, good. Sorry. Oh, I forgot to start OBS before. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> It's all good. It's, oh, it's all good. Here, you figure that out. I'll keep talking about Peacemaker for a little bit. I think I. Oh, you got it. Son of a. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you got it. All right, here we go. Everybody, welcome uh, the co-host with the most. <laughs> Automatic. Yeah. Background has been removed. It's okay. Oh, I can. Oh, I can. I do. I can. I can. I can, I can, I can work this. Hold on. Okay. 
Well, why are you working this? Uh, I, I just wanted to say, look, Peacemaker looks badass in Mortal Kombat. I'm going to play Mortal Kombat again tomorrow with Peacemaker coming in. Hey, look at that. looks good. Also, you weren't here when I announced this, but we are in the beta for the enhanced streaming for Twitch. So we're streaming at a higher resolution and at a higher bitrate than other streamers get. So, Oh, million dollars. <laughs> yes. But have you, have you seen Peacemaker at all? Have you seen Peacemaker? I, I just I just saw that it was John Cena. Other than that, I haven't kept up with it. I've been sick for the past week and been twenty four seven dad duties. Actually, not twenty four seven, but I've been been I've been you know. Dude, well, first of all, uh, on behalf of your family, thank you for being on dad duty, because that is that is. <laughs> Wait, we had this earlier, so we have Danny DeVito here too. <laughs> which, which, which way is it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we had him because we were uh, we were uh, commiserating on the fall of Project L. So Project L is no longer called Project uh, L; it's called Two XKO. So here, let's salute to the fallen with Danny the Beater here for Project L. I need a single tear to run down my cheek. <laughs> we need like the thunder in the background. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. But. Uh, Oh yeah, we're <laughs> so the the name of pro, the pro, project L is now named Two XKO. I am going to call it the project formerly known as L from mm. here on out. So much love to the devs. I I'm gonna try my best to call it Two XKO. I'm gonna forget. Double KO is that what they're going for? Double knockout? Yeah, because it's like two v two. Yeah, the old name took the L later. Ragan, I'm, I'm gonna give you a round of applause <laughs> for that. Now, yeah, Peacemaker comes out tomorrow in Mortal Kombat. Peacemaker is really cool. The show is really cool, so I'm really happy that they're... I feel like they're doing the character justice. There's so many, like, calls from the... Callbacks from the show in the game. That's pretty exciting. They also showed at the combat cast earlier today, uh, Janet Cage, who is the cameo assist that's coming in, and she acts like a puppet character, completely different from every other cameo, cameo fighter in Mortal Kombat 1, which is very, very interesting. Like puppet as in like chaos from Undernight or Zato. What? Yeah. yeah. Is that an assist? Yeah, it's crazy. It looks so wacky. I have to go back and look at the details because I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But from the trailer, like she has like a billion moves and she works almost completely different than a normal a normal cameo assist would work. It's almost like how a chameleon works, right? Like with chameleon, you have like the big, like you have the big system difference, right? Where you have like the three different types of chameleon assists you can do, or like the three different modes, et cetera, et cetera. I'm excited that they're like experimenting with more functions for the, the cameo stuff, because I feel like that's very underutilized. So the fact that they're taking chances with it to me is very important. So I'm a big fan. I'm a big okay. fan. Now, automatic. I've been waiting for this. So first of all, uh, earlier we were able to give away pizza. So we got two winners, cue ball and, uh, and infi infinite spark. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting your name already. Infinite spark. Yes. So they both won pizza, but now automatic. I'd like, before we, we move on, can you outline what our bet was for Capcom cup? Because we have to resolve um, our pizza bet. I suppose I know now. You know, honestly, I didn't know the rules. I thought it was like who gets whoever gets the most players in top sixteen, and then I thought it was like some kind of summation of who got the most closest to the amount of characters. You know, if I got like three characters in top eight, but you got five in bottom sixteen, then I I didn't. But it was who got who chose the player who went the furthest. If, if I'm not mistaken, that's that was the the winning goal, right? 
Yep. Did you fold it? Mm-hmm. Is that a folded piece? I'm from the East Coast. It looks it looks like you got some garlic on it too. Mm. It is a Neapolitan pizza Ooh. from across the street, a place called the Sanos, and it's got oh. it's a margarita pizza with pepperoni on it. Across the street. Let me let me, let me get some second hands. Second hand something, man. Man, stop, man. Stop, man. Yeah, the other slice fall off because it's a Neapolitan pizza. The dough is a lot of very like, it, it, there's a lot of water in the dough, so it's very delicate. Why you gotta do that, man? But anyway, who won? We got Chris Wall. Uh, he got second. But who picked Chris Wong? The guy with the pizza. Not not the guy without the pizza. <laughs> Whose name is? <clears throat> um, you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we have resolved the pizza bet, as you can see. I bought pizza. I literally picked it up like uh, right before the show started, and it was very hot and fresh. Very delicious. It was expensive, though. The thing I hate is that I I love this pizza, but it's expensive, man. It's twice the amount of money you sent me. So basically, I got it at a discount. What? Yep. You got a what? What size do you get? (laughs) 16 inch. 16? It's the largest Uh, they have. 16? Oh, that's not that. Oh, Ah, wow, it's really, it's really expensive. Yeah, it is expensive, but it's my favorite pizza in Austin. So, and I'm from the East Coast, so I know pizza. Well, congratulations to you and Chris Wong, but more so Uma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, there, there's a couple of things we need to talk about before we get to right. Uma and Capcom Cup, or and the finals, and that is the lead up to the finals. Let's take a look at what the groups were. So we made this bet before the groups were announced. So this was going to be a clusterfuck anyway, right? One of us was going to get lucky or one of us is going to pick things better than the other. <laughs> You're not even going to savor it like half a half a slice in one bite? It was more than a half a slice. But anyway, here are the groups and the people who made made it out of them. Here, let me let me zoom in just a little bit here. In Group A, we had Phenom and your pick, Kowano. In Group B, we had Chris Wong, my pick, and Nephew. Unfortunately, I picked Big Bird, and he did not make it out. Group C, we both had one person in this group. Uh, you had DCQ, who made it out in winners, and I had Knuckledew. Group D, we didn't have anybody. Group E, I had Fudo. And you know what? I said I said this during the stream yesterday. Uh, I did a stream in the morning. I was about ready to pick Cian, but for whatever reason, I felt the need to pick Big Bird. And boy, do I regret not picking Cian because Cian killed it in the group stage, man. Yeah, uh, he five owed everybody in there. And then Group F, the group of Doom, Leshar completely pulling off the upset over Kaba ending Walker and Angry Bird, making it out in winners even over Mana RD. 
And unfortunate for you, Angry Bird and Indy Walker, both of your picks got eliminated. Men are RD squeaked by. <laughs> um, group G, Uma, and we'll get to Uma in a little bit, and Safe. Safe making it out. And last but not least, in Group H, Kusanagi and your boy, your pick, Dual Kevin making it out in Losers. Mm-hmm. So, very, very interesting result from the group stage. And I feel like... I feel like all of the bitching beforehand about the drawing and all that was completely undeserved after all the crazy things we saw in the group stage. I enjoyed watching it quite a bit, and I'm really happy with how that all shook out. But I'm also somebody who enjoys a little bit of chaos, you know? (laughs) There was a couple of people, including a couple of top players, who who were saying things like, if you wanted to find out who the best of the best is, this isn't the format to do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, to them, I say, fuck you. Uh, this was great. And honestly, like, there were so many great matches. And there were, like, even, like, Group F was the group of Doom, right? But I feel like there were so many crazy, crazy happenings in every group. Like, Travis Styles, like, just barely not making it out over Dual Ke- uh, with Dual Kevin making it out. Uh, Fudo... Barely, or I'm sorry, Sian completely destroying everybody in his group. Kawano almost tying with Phenom. Chris Wong and Nephew going head-to-head. Look, I, I, I had a blast. I had a blast watching. Even though my initial experience was tuning in and, oh, excuse me, tuning in and watching uh, three JP mirrors in a row. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah. That was, that was something else. Yeah, so I didn't watch, but I, I watched a couple of the highlights of each group, and boy, it was cool to watch. It was very cool to watch. So shout-outs to Capcom, man. I had a fun, I had a fun time watching. I did not think I was going to have fun watching Capcom. I'll be honest. Uh, I felt like I was not very invested, except for a certain bet. <laughs> uh, but but I'm really happy with the group stage, man. I had a good time. What did, what did you think? I think the LCQ was the most entertaining part of the mm-hmm. whole tournament it was like for me it was delsa q then the top eight and then the stuff in between was, was all right but to be fair i was i haven't been able to keep up with it fully and i'm not sure if anybody really did sit and watch the whole thing front to back but i was i've been kind of on and off with you know like, yeah i i feel like i feel like the the whole like making it an eight day affair needs to stop that i'm not a big fan of just because it it feels like there's almost no momentum until we get to, like, the last day, right? In the oh. sense that, like, we had the top 16, and then we took a day off, and then it was SFL, who, like, yeah. I don't think I watched a single thing of SFL in, like, the past three years. That's, 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 that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know my thoughts on these things. Yeah. And also, like... The I think if I'm not mistaken, I think the top sixteen started like three hours late. Really? Yeah, because I I remember going to bed and it was still like they were still like somewhere in top eight. Huh. So very interesting choice of timing, I suppose. But once we got to the top sixteen, lots of lots of great matches. Uh, here is the results. We had. From the winner side, we had Phenom versus Chris Wong, DCQ, Gachikun, Sian and Leshar, Uma and Kusanagi, 
riding in winners. Ah, sorry, too much pizza. Uh, and then in losers, <laughs> I don't want to say nothing. <laughs> and then in losers, we had Kawanu nephew, Knuckle Do, and L. Fudo and Men are indeed the worst pick for me because both of those were mine. And last but not least, Safe and Duel Kevin. And all the way at the end for the Grande Finals, we had a repeat of the winners' finals with Chris Wong versus Uma. And man, that was really, really cool to watch because I think it, I think because it was a matchup that people weren't expecting, right? Uma versus Chris yeah. Wong. It was so unbelievably cool, man. Watching Uma do his thing with Jury, even though I hate Jury as a character in Street Fighter Six, I hate fighting against her. Watching Uma do his thing with her it was so f- freaking cool, man. Especially like with all of the things that we know about Luke <laughs> and all of the yeah. like, crazy things that Luke has to offer in this pa- in the previous patch. Uh, what did you think? Did you like how much of it did you catch from like top sixteen on? And like, did you have any like big matchups that you were really excited for? Well, I did watch most of top eight, especially I, I, I saw the end of it. I did watch the grand finals and uh, it, it was kind of interesting to me because it's two people that you're not particularly familiar with as an American audience, like especially Uma. Maybe you've heard of Chris Wong because of recent offline wins, but Uma's maybe if you watched ICFC Asia, I believe he, him and Chris Wong are oftentimes like in the mm-hmm. top three or like playing in those tournaments. So you're familiar with Uma, but I don't think anybody know who Uma was just in general. So it was a big surprise that not only just somebody unknown is up there in grand finals, but somebody with Cherry. So mm-hmm. it's like, when I saw Uma, I was like, all right, he's probably going to lose the first match. And, you know, that's it. But he just kept going, all right, we're just finals. Okay, grand finals. <laughs> is he about to do this? And then he, he like, straight up, what is? It was yeah. incredible. No, and what's crazy is he went to every offline major that there was this year. So he traveled, but unfortunately he didn't do very well at the, at the tournaments that he traveled to, or like he didn't like break into the top eight, I don't think, or uh, he didn't like, he, he didn't show up quite as uh, how he did here. So well, he worked his ass off, right? Like, especially traveling so much. And he talked about how like he, he depended on his family to get around and like uh, a bunch of people from his scene and from his family, like propped him up and like really got him there. So uh, that was really, really cool to, yeah, that was really, really cool. My favorite part of this whole thing is that Uma was wearing a a hoodie <laughs> from a VTuber. So there's a part of me that wants to assume that Uma is participating in the FGC because of Crazy Raccoon Cup. I don't think that's the case, but I really want to think it is. And what's even funnier, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. I saw this right before we went live. It is hilarious. Uma was invited to the Red Bull event. However... His response is as follows. Apparently, and this is from Juna. Juna, of course, uh, great translator. Apparently, Uma received an invite to Red Bull Kumite after winning Capcom Cup, but he is unsure about attending because it overlaps with Hollow Live Fifth Festival. <laughs> and then, <laughs> an hour later, Juna says, "Update: He chose the Hollow Fest." <laughs> <laughs> he got the Millie rambled it. He's out celebrating. Yeah, man. He, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take that all the way home uh, and he's gonna chill at home uh, that was amazing and also something something really cool is that the vtuber shouted him out was like hey is that person wearing my gear and did they win and then they had a conversation on twitter that was really heartwarming to see yeah like that made me real happy right 
especially I don't think it's a I don't think it's a what's it called a secret now, but like one of my guilty pleasures is VTubers, right? Ever since I did research for VTubers when that uh, what's it called Idol Showdown came out. Like I had oh. no idea about what VTubing was, so I did research on stream and like I found a couple of VTubers that I now watch regularly on the on the DL. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's really fun, man. It's really cool. So I'm so happy that like he is unapologetic about his love for this specific streamer and that this streamer was like, Yay and yeah. gave him some kudos back. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Crazy. Pretty cool. And I'm really happy for Uma, man. Now, a lot of people were, I, I talked about this earlier, but I'm so tired of seeing the FGC bitch on Twitter. But a lot of people, instead of talking about Uma and his win, they started arguing about Texas and somebody else, like <laughs> other people, other people were arguing about Chris Wong getting interviewed when he was like sad after losing. I look, I'm somebody who likes seeing emotion, right? So I don't see it as a big deal. Is it difficult to be interviewed after a loss like that? 100%. Is it wrong to be interviewed after a loss like that? I don't think so. Right? Like, just because, like, you know, like, you want to you get a feel for what, like, what the other guy is feeling, right? Because it's not just about Uma, right? Uma won. However, he had to go through all of these people to get there. And especially Chris Wong, because they had three full sets uh, in the entire uh, with this entire bracket because they played in winners finals and then they played again in the uh, grand finals and then the the reset yep so i don't know do you have any feelings about that uh i as usual i kind of agree with everybody it's messed up but also capturing that it's messed up there's something to that too there's something to capturing the, the devastation i mean it sucks maybe there's a better way to do it uh, but yeah I don't know. Maybe you, you got to go into it prepared. If you if if they if they let if they let the both players know, like after the match, we're going to interview the loser first. Maybe mm -hmm. then it, it kind of softens the blow a little bit because you can expect it. But if it's just a sudden microphone in your face, yeah, that kind <laughs> of of course yeah, very, it sucks. Very true. I can agree with that. I think a lot of people who had opinions on Twitter had like opinions based on assumptions. Because if you've ever seen, like, if you've ever seen UFC, right, like, they interview both the winner and the loser. A lot of people were saying, oh, they only interviewed the winner, blah, blah, blah. And if you've ever seen, like, other big sport or other big sports, like, players go to the press briefing area, like, immediately after the game, right? I specifically remember, I used to work for a sports media company, and I specifically remember I was covering a wrestling thing. It was, like, the, the Olympic team trials for wrestling. And one of the one of the fight one of the people fighting who was like the be who was like the best wrestler ever. I currently am blanking out on his name. I think it's like Gable. No, not Gable Steven. I'm, I'm blanking out on their name. But he got hurt during a match, and because there were cameras on him, I got to see that it literally the match ended. He limped off of the off of the mat. He laid down. A doctor looked at his ankle, and then he started going to answer media questions. Right. He immediately went to like the media. So I think this is something that the FGC is not used to and should get used to because, look, you want people to connect with what's happening on the screen. Right. We can talk about what's happening in the game until we're all blue in the face, but that's not going to I don't think that's going to do much for our scene. But if we get people to connect with the emotions and like how people are feeling and what they're dealing with, what they're thinking, et cetera, et cetera, I feel like that's what's going to really give us a deeper connection and to 
make everybody else feel very included, right? Instead of just saying, oh, uh, the game was great. He with punished the medium kick. <laughs> that, those are my thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I, I feel like all these arguments are just shattering over the fact that Uma just made like the most ridiculous run in the finals and then is now a, a, like w wins a million dollars and that in like after currency like after the exchange in currency it's like 36 million dollars like yeah dollars. i just looked at the currency for taiwan i was like dang one ta one taiwanese unit is like a, a three cents of a dollar yeah so it's heavily heavily inflated and probably worth a lot he might actually be a millionaire in that country yeah no and it's crazy i was thinking about this and i think i, I spoke when i was streaming yesterday we've seen what a big prize purse can do for the fgc with mena mena kind of fostered the fgc in the dr to the point that there are so many killers coming out of dr and they have so many new opportunities because mena invested in his scene now i'm not saying that uma needs to do that because ultimately like he won that's his money he chooses how he spends it but i i i feel like i feel like there's a lot of potential for people to help for like even if he doesn't necessarily do that i think just like having him there in his scene and i don't know if you saw on twitter like they gave him like a big welcome home like they like i i saw oh, a yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah i think i saw gamer b big uh big group people yeah yeah so like seeing a scene that close where like they celebrate somebody coming home i don't think i've ever even thought of doing that right like somebody coming home from a big tournament after a win and like going to see them come in and like have a banner and take a photo like i'm granted i'm like i am somebody who doesn't practice what i preach right when you say uh support your locals i am just stuck at home terminally online so i want to go to my locals but i don't uh, so maybe maybe that's why i don't feel the same way about that but seeing like his community and like his uh, friends in the fgc like kind of prop him up and congratulate him when he got home was really really cool i'm a big fan yeah, it shows that there's already something established there that maybe maybe it's not in him to foster and create something and grow something, but it seems like there's something already there. Mm -hmm. So if he has people that are there to advise him, and if he is interested, he already has the groundwork done for him. I'm sure Gamer B, I think Gamer B used to run a major tournament in Asia, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, he's got avenues to you know invest in his community if he really chooses to do that so it should be, it should be really good or the vtuber community their stock, their stock <laughs> managers rolls up he's gonna spend all 36 million taiwanese dollars on his favorite vtuber <laughs> michael that is the best man i've been uh, you know like they have the limit the limit on all over-the-counter medicine like every four hours you can take as much oh, yeah seed. i don't do that that's where i'm at i'm taking every four hours i'm taking something <laughs> Dude, uh, I with Advil, I literally just like take a handful, and I got to a point where like I was, I I had surgery on my foot, and I deal with a lot of pain. It got to a point where I was literally just taking gulps of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so those those limits are just suggestions. Also, be careful with your liver. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'm gonna start coughing. <laughs> um, should I make you cry by eating more of this pizza? Look, this computer is new, but I can figure out how to alt it for. <laughs> okay, so that's Capcom Cup. <laughs> really, really cool. Uh, congratulations to Uma for the big win. Uh, I enjoyed seeing the bits and pieces that I saw. 
I didn't enjoy a couple of bits and pieces that I saw. Also, there was like a couple of like bizarre happenings at the venue itself. I don't know if you saw, but um, you might have referred to Arlius. Yeah. Uh, so he th that situation is still ongoing. I'm not going to yeah. speak on it right now, but okay. that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That's real fucked up. Very strange. Yeah. And there's definitely some pieces missing, but that's the problem. What are the pieces? Yeah. So I, I reached out to him and I, I reached out to him and I made sure everything was okay. And I asked what was going on. Nothing settled yet. They're still working on it. So uh, I don't want to talk about it right now without all of the pieces in this conversation. Uh, but with that said, that's still really fucked up. So uh, I hope something is done about that. I'm trying to think, was there anything else big from uh, Capcom Cup? Oh, they announced Capcom Cup 2024 to my absolute shock and surprise. First place winner gets another million dollars next year. So it's the only the only prize. Everything else is <laughs> zero zero zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling that the the split is going to be a lot different than it was this year, but I don't think it's gonna be necessarily zero. Also, sorry, I feel like I just yelled in the microphone. But I don't feel like it's going to be just zero, right? I feel like there's gonna be something there. Maybe it's going to be how they split like the two hundred and fifty thousand from or not the 250,000, the 500,000 from the last Street Fighter V year, where, but uh, first place still gets the big milli, right? Because that, that feels important at this point, right? Like, yeah, it also pushes the other companies like Tekken and Project, or excuse me, Double Knockout, to perhaps <laughs> do the same or even push it even further. I yeah, what, a thousand what, what percent. doing at this point, but I saw you talking about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Riot has the money to do it. I'm curious to see if Mortal Kombat's going to uh, push that push that avenue as well. Also, by the way, one thing I didn't notice or I didn't mention about 2XKO is High Fight was asking about what the sequel name to 2XKO. Like, is it 2XKO2, 2X2KO? And Tom Cannon, dashing all hopes and dreams, said that there is not going to be a sequel to 2XKO. It's going to be a live service game that they're going to keep improving. And immediately, my hopes were dashed. My hopes were dashed because I was really hoping to see a 4X KO game coming out in the near future, but unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Anyway, rule of threes, right? Uh, for comedy. Although I think that's the fourth time I did that. Uh, but anyway, Capcom Cup aside, today was Street Fighter Sex Day because we finally got a patch for this game with significant changes but in my opinion not significant enough apparently the significant enough changes are coming later were there any big takeaways that you got from this patch at all it feels like, like they're testing they're testing out the waters to see if they nudge a few things in certain directions how big of an impact does it really have because you make a, a small change you make two small changes to one character two small changes to another character and they might be slight nerfs in one direction, slight buffs for the other character. But when you when you put them together, how does it play out? It could be a really big impact. So it could be before they really, you know, put the really mess with the knobs, uh, just seeing how these small impacts have an effect. And then maybe later see if they need to dial back or even go further. Yeah, uh, especially when they, they're probably going to adjust the system mechanics as well. So mm. in pre preparation for that, they got to see what irons out with what they what they've already done yeah i'm just tired of getting get hit by a counter hit when i hit parry i i watched you stream for a little bit yesterday Ugh. i i was playing today i was gonna stream today but i was like oh let me do a couple of warm-up matches before i get on stream 
just Depression City after that. So you could get yourself one of these <laughs> little button up here. Oh, but maybe you... one of these. <laughs> well, you you even tested it out where even with the the parry button, you still get a button if you press parry during a screen freeze. Uh, that's uh, that they but they actually passed that. That was did they really? Than, yeah. Interesting. It didn't work for the modern parry macro either. Interesting. At that point. Interesting. Yeah. But I think some of the biggest changes, honestly, I think the biggest change wound up coming to JP and it didn't, it wasn't what I thought they were going to look at. They, they, first of all, they gave uh, amnesia, like OD amnesia scaling. It went from like 20% yeah. scaling to like 60, which is crazy. That's but, good. but what I was very struck by was the fact that they nerfed his crouching fierce. I get it. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm necessarily on board with that choice, but I understand their reasoning, like their logic behind it. Because when I watched JP, the and, and they also nerfed his heavy punch as well, which is another mm. thing about the... When I watch people play against JP, the good JP players, they don't actually let you play neutral. They don't let mm. you get close to him. And if you try to jump at him, he has this easy anti-air that's also just like trivial. It's not... He can focus his effort on the mid the midsection and not even have to worry about the jump because his down heavy punch is so easy. You don't have to mm -hmm. really put that much mental energy into it. So making the down heavy punch not not, have a, not be as good of an anti-air encourages the opponent to jump, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. That's kind of not the way I would like to approach it. I would rather yeah. approach it on the ground in a more methodical way. But it does make it so that JP has to spread out his mental energy. He has to look at the top now. He has to look at the, the mid-screen. And he they nerfed his heavy punch. So it's gonna make his his neutral not be as nearly as oppressive. He has to think a little bit better, a little bit more crucially about what button he's gonna hit. Yeah. Uh, hey, kid, uh, kid, look at in the chat. Hello, good to see you, sir. He heard there was pizza, uh, so we gave away pizza for two people who got the Evo lineup correctly, and then automatic gave me this pizza because I called. Well, we had picks, and my pick made it the furthest. In Capcom, you know I haven't ate dinner yet because. What? I can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> it bit my tongue. I deserve it. <laughs> um, yeah. I was also surprised at how little of a change they did to both Ken and Luke. And it wasn't the changes I was expecting, right? I think I, I think it's like you were saying. Um they're trying a couple of things out. I think what like his, Luke's crouching medium punch is like has three frames of recovery now that it didn't have before. Yeah, it's a big deal. Ken's ex Tatsu in the air is different now, which is weird. Oh uh, yeah. What were the big changes for Jamie? I saw a lot of like Oki differences. There's two things that are actually a really big deal. It's a really big deal. There's his neutral throw that keeps you on the same side. You now have the option to drink after it, and it's plus seven when you do that. It's plus seven, but it's far away. But when you have them in the corner, you're still in range to do medium kick. Medium kick will still frame trap from the distance after the drink, so you can do medium kick and drive rush after it. And, you know, you don't have to do medium kick. You can walk up and pressure as well. And then from drink three to four, I forget exactly how much. You have more advantage, so it would be like plus 13. I, mm. I posted about it on Twitter and I tested it yesterday. So he can get... He can get more drinks while they're in the corner. And that was one of the issues with Jamie. So that, that's going to contribute not only in neutral, 
because you could throw and drink with back throw, but then you have to back throw. Maybe you don't want to spot. Maybe you want to keep the same side. So now you can do that and not get Oki, but in the corner, you can get some Oki off of it if you used drive gauge with it. So one of Jamie's big problems in the corner was that you would throw somebody, you would dash up and throw them. But if you don't have any drinks, you actually have to throw them like 20 times to win the match if you really want to open them up. So at least now you can get that drink and you get more damage after it. So it makes the throws a lot more punishing and it makes the opponent maybe want to start tacking the throw, which opens up other ways to drink. I remember some people saying that there was a difference between how many drinks he kept after the first round. Is that true? No, right? I, I feel no, like I played a lot of Jamie's today, and I just I don't remember what I saw. So there's two ch there's changes to his super. His level one, I haven't looked at his supers yet, to be honest, but the knockdown advantage has increased, I believe, on both the regular version and when you drink after it. Huh. For sure, when you drink after it, it used to be minus unless you did a setup for it, unless you did a juggle or if it was drink three to four. But now, whenever you drink after it, you have Oki. So you can also use that as a way to freeze their drive gauge prevent the recovery and get a drink after it and have advantage no matter what. So that there's a lot of ways those knockdowns play out, whether they're a juggle or not, or whether you drink or not. But now it's either going to have more advantage than it used to, or actually have advantage instead of being, uh, instead of being minus. So the other change that I've heard that I haven't tested myself, but I don't know why people would lie, but the, his level two super doesn't make your drinks go back to zero. Mm. So if you're at two drinks, you keep the two drinks, three, keep the three, four, you'll get the meter. And that, that is pretty impactful. That's uh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm not sure. Maybe that could be something that when I actually use it, I'll see how big of an impact it really is. Because before, it felt like if I was at three drinks, it was a gamble to use level two. And it wasn't like always worth it. Because if I don't kill them or if I don't make a big significant change, I've lost all my drinks and my meter. Mm. But now it could be, well, I stay at level three and I can still get my drink three to four explosion, the better Oki. And then I, I, I it could actually lead into being a drink for a Jamie after I've done work with the level two super. Interesting. I I wonder why that wasn't like that before. To me, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think level two is really good. I think this is one of those changes that people are good enough at using level two. Mm. So they buff it to encourage people to use it more. I don't think it needs to have that change, honestly. Really? There's been mm. so many rounds where I activate level two at the beginning and I just win. <laughs> and even if I don't... Even if I don't beat them with the level two, I have their health at like maybe 50%. Maybe they have 20% health left. So mm -hmm. I'm zero drink Jamie, but it's fine. Like I still have an anti-air that might kill them. It's, it's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big changes. Uh, they said they fixed the can throw loop. However, I got hit by can throw loops all day uh, today. So maybe they fixed it too little. Uh, I think you can still manually time it. I heard on, on X. Uh, but, I mean, chun -Li technically doesn't have a throw loop, but she can walk up and throw you because she has a threat of other stuff. Yeah. The one change Manon got, which was pretty cool, was that her level 2 now actually works when you pop people into the air and you don't have to, like, time it by, like, two frames, which is pretty cool. Uh, I was hoping they were going to let her do an overhead kick and keep it as a, or at least like let it low crush, kind of like Ken's dragon lash kick. Well, the one that's plus on block, yeah. That's yeah, but the, the thing is she like literally leaps into the air, but you can still get like crouching medium kicked out of it. It's, it's fucked up, it's stupid. It's really dumb. But there was one big change that I don't think they really talked about. And I don't know if I saw anybody talking about it until I logged on and it was this. Oh, the, okay. This is ranked matchmaking. Mm -hmm. You have hella options now. Uh, so 
usually or yeah. before i believe the only options that you had was cross play setting on or off and then confirm opponent on or off aside from the rank match and casual match right i think uh, you had connection quality oh did you have connection quality yeah yeah but they added the search range expansion which is pretty cool i actually got to play some people that i have not played before today um that's sick yeah that was really fun i played driftwood and i i could not figure out like what was going on because i had never played driftwood before it was one of those things where like he was just playing so differently than what i imagined he's playing ken uh, he was just playing so weirdly different like he just kept walking back the entire time and i just got so pissed <laughs> uh but uh, but it was fun yeah i played a lot of people that i don't think i played before and i got one and done by more people than i <laughs> not gotten one and done Dang, man. before <laughs> I feel like there's an internet hive mind that's rebellious. Oh, you guys are like, what it does? Let's all do it now, just despite, <laughs> despite what people say. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very funny. I specifically remember a jury player that I fought today. Our first game went down the last game. Like, we both won one, and then I won. And then the second game, he won once and then peaced. It was like, sick. <laughs> that made me feel great but uh but yeah uh other than that i mean look they they also announced in the patch notes that they are still working on the buffering system to make sure that really? like yeah actually i have it pulled up here let me let me get this guy up here if you I can never tell if you're baiting me or not man i swear when <laughs> no, no. sometimes i can't reach you <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Let me pull it up here because I do have the the web page here. Oh, where is it? Where is it? So, oh, we can all fighters. Input buffering. Fixed an issue with the input buffer as the input buffer time for a reversal after blocking an attack should change depending on the block's recovery. But for drive reversals and some other attacks, it was not properly set. Whoa. So... That's a thing. Uh, they also fixed an issue where, under specific conditions, a perfect parry would occur even though the drive parry absorbed the attack after the third frame. I guess that was a thing. I didn't even know about that. They also, there was, this was like the funniest, the funniest issue to me because I, I always felt like this was a thing, but seeing it on the patch notes, it makes me feel so much better. It makes me feel like I'm not like completely crazy. Uh, and it was this change right here to the drive rush. <laughs> Fixed an issue where if both players performed the drive rush at the same time, one player's movement would just be a frame slower. <laughs> well, yeah, I heard about that. And I cannot tell you how many times like I wound up drive rushing because I knew somebody was going to drive rush, so I wanted to drive rush ahead of them, but for some reason it just kept being late. Uh, and I feel like that was the culprit. Or maybe I just suck at reacting. Could be that too. But uh, but pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. And then you know then they had like the laundry list of changes for. Ryu, they they changed Ryu a lot. They gave him, uh, they gave him a lot of uh, stuff for his uh, Hashogekis and fi yeah, fireballs, yeah, uh, which is pretty interesting. Also, like a lot of hurtbox and hitbox resizing and all that other stuff. So, I thought we were gonna get the big patch in the new season after Capcom Cup. I mean, I guess we are still getting that. I thought this was gonna be it. So. There's a part of me that is a little bit disappointed that it wasn't like the big game changing stuff, but I get it, right? I get it. Did you get to play with Ed at all? 
I did maybe 30 minutes of training mode with him last night. Any any initial I, gut feelings? I don't. I think he's going to be defensive, like a zoner kind of kind of player. Uh, I wanted to make a reference to Floyd Mayweather. If you don't know, Ed <laughs> uses Flicker. Mm-hmm. Maybe you watch Hajime no Ippo. There's uh, I forgot his name. The dude who uses a Flicker jab. It's actually called the Philly Shuffle in real life. It's a southpaw technique. You mm-hmm. got the shoulder roll. You defend against jabs. You got the flicker from more distance. Anyways, Ed uses all that, which to me also implies he might be more of a defensive type character, more so than he was in Street Fighter V. And I feel like in Street Fighter V, he was designed like that initially. Uh, but I do see that. I think he's a lot like Poison in Street Fighter V, where you have the whips recharge it up and you can move. That's very it. true. And he also has, like, Poison, the... I forgot that move she had. I was the, the, She span around. It was an EX move that had plus frames. Pretty much oh, the, the same flip. thing. He got the... The big uh, flip? I can't remember. Not the flip kick, but it was a double whip. Oh, oh yeah. Points, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sucked you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, has yeah. plus frames, and it has a similar thing, too. Uh, his fireball seems like it's a bit slow, so you got to set it up with something, so then you can do fireball dry brush. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the startup of it is slow because he has to do like the initial Ed thing. Yep. But mm-hmm. I got I got hit by how fast some of those fireballs are after they come out, though. <laughs> They're yep. a little scary. Like the timing difference is very very big from my initial, from my initial like playing against them. So I think he's gonna have the same problems as Street Fighter Five, where if you study his wake ups, they're really slow. So you can do meaty jabs and you can block in time to bait his uppercuts and maybe his supers as well. I haven't looked extensively at the stuff yet. I may do it tonight, but I'm not sure. I was gonna stream tonight, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I might, I might, I might it up. Yeah, stream is for squares. <laughs> Who streams? But I think he's gonna be great at with punishing and setting up level two and that kind of thing. So I think he's gonna be good overall. It's just gonna take a second. Yeah. By the way, speaking of streaming being for squares, did you guys know that if you have Amazon Prime, you can you can use uh, your Amazon Prime for Twitch Prime for one free subscription, and you can use it on your favorite streamer. And honestly, you might as well just use it here because it loses value every day you don't use it. Every moment you don't use it, you're losing value to Jeff Bezos. So <laughs> use your Twitch Primes here and tell Jeff Bezos what for. Uh, with, that, uh, with that said, I did toy around with Ed a little bit. I, I, much like you, I am very surprised at how crazy different he is because he does feel like a much more defensive character where in Street Fighter V, he, he had a lot of, like, he had a lot of potential for rushdown stuff. He still has that in Street Fighter VI. The crazy thing is his command dash. His command dash is kind of crazy because you can, even on block, if you press a button and somebody blocks it, you can then do the back dash. It's, you can easily catch it if you're looking for it, but if you're mixing that up, it's gonna be really difficult to catch him. So he, he's really good at bobbing and weaving, uh, as it were. The, his flicker punch, if you get a counter hit, like you get a crumple and you can literally do anything. Uh, the command version, right? Like the quarter circle forward uh, kick version of that. If you get a counter hit on that, like that's it's free money, like free like combo damage. It's great. A crumple state, like a falling backwards, and you can drive us forward and hit it. Yeah. Also with his his kicks, his kicks work kind of like the like you were saying, like the poison whips, right? Where light kick yeah. is just straight, a medium kick is a low. Which, by the way, the fact that it's a low from half screen is kind of crazy. And then the heavy version is like a, a anti air one. 
Uh, if you get a counter hit with those, even from full screen, you can do a lot of shenanigans. Or you, you can also use it to, uh, if you get a punish counter with those, like you can get a lot of really, really good stuff mm. off of it. So it's very, very interesting. Yeah, another reason why I believe he's not going to be so much like an in-your-face aggressive character, although every character, every character can do that to some extent, he doesn't have any plus on block normals naturally, so you can't mm. just do a button and then throw them. And his medium punch... Without a counter hit, you can't really link too much off of it. At least not that I've seen. Uh, but due to, like, if you just look at his, like, crouch heavy kick, that you can hit confirm and the, the, given the distance you have on it and some of his kick normals, the flicker jabs, and the, 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 the range they have and the ability to buffer them, just it just indicates to me strongly that he's going to be a mid-range zoner kind of character. Yeah, no, and the fact that he has that crazy movement with his dash, like, he, he can, like, switch it up real fast. So, like, if you, if you get the confirm... You just do the command dash into the uppercut, and then you can do like whatever the hell you want for the combo, and then back out again. The thing that was driving me insane when I was playing with him a little bit earlier today is that they gave him the Makoto sweep, where his sweep is down fierce instead of down roundhouse. <laughs> like that was breaking my brain. Uh, I'm somebody who like plays off of uh, muscle memory a lot, so like I have a really hard time playing multiple characters because of it. Because like whenever I get a hit, it's like just do the thing that you always do. Um, so I, I thought that was very very interesting, and I, I find it crazy that they just get let they made him like a full boxer, like with all punches. He has like a very interesting uh, target combo with just jabs, which I think he also had in Street Fighter Five. Uh, but it's pretty fun to confirm that. I had a good time confirming it uh, in practice mode today uh, and in the trials. He has a lot of trials. He has a lot of trials. Like his advanced trials, he has I think five. When I did Manon trials, she only had like three for the advanced trials. So he's got a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. He's got a lot of very, very interesting stuff. I'm trying to think, what else am I missing from this update? One thing I was really sad about is like while Capcom Cup was going on, I logged into uh, the Battle Hub and I saw that it was decked out in all Capcom Cup stuff. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I went to go sit down at the streaming setup because they have like the big... TV screen, and then there's literally like broadcasts available. No broadcasts available. Made me real sad. I thought they were gonna have a broadcast of Capcom Cup. Yeah, I thought that. That's a. I feel like it's a missed opportunity, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things that don't make sense. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Because you could just watch it. <laughs> just watch it on your TV. True. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know how they would do that. Uh, but anyway. I've, yeah, that was weird. I do like that they have the Capcom Cup dress up for the Battle Hub. I think that makes it really cool. Uh, they also have like the Capcom Cup signage in the arena stage. That's pretty neat, I think. Uh, if anything, just to remind people that like, hey, there's a competitive scene and you can go look at it. But yeah. No, and Naleb, Naleb, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but... Dude, he's talking about PlayStation Home with proximity chat. I remember that, and it was awesome. I loved PlayStation Home, man. <laughs> yeah, like, you could go, like, to all these, like, weird worlds, and, like, you could just go watch movies or watch, like, uh, videos and stuff. And, like, they had proximity chat, so you could talk to people. I remember I went to a movie theater once, and there were just people talking shit during, like, one of, the, like, the Sony movies. <laughs> it was just really funny. But, yeah. Uh I feel like that would be exciting. However, I can a thousand percent understand why they would not put proximity chat. <laughs> in oh, goodness, man, it's already bad. Like, yeah, I, just now. the chat, just the text chat is already awful. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, 
I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else as far as the patch with Ed. I think we covered just about like all the big stuff. I'm I'm certain there's like things we missed, but we're gonna miss stuff, right? That makes me feel like it'd be cool if they had a private battle, like your own private server, not a battle lounge, but mm. a battle area where you can just invite friends to be there. Oh yeah, or even like have like your own house and you put your own arcade, design it, that kind of thing. But that's probably too ambitious. Yeah. No, I mean it makes sense, right? Because I think from what I remember from the betas, like people would just go to like Battle Hub, like eight thousand five hundred and six in like Asia to go like yeah. play with their friends. So it makes sense that like, you know, especially because there's so much to do in the battle hub, having your own private instance of that would be really cool, right? Because you can like play it, you can play a match, then you can go play extreme battle and then you can go play, you know, like a puzzle fighter and go take oh, a yeah, photo. Yeah, dude, that'd be sick, man. You can customize it the way you want. One day, one day. <laughs> um, I'm already upset that like t uh, in Tekken, the Tekken battle lounge, Right, I think it's called Battle Lounge. They have all of these arcade games, and they have like arcade cabs with like old Bandai Namco games, but they're not playable, and that just makes me so sad. They even have like you know like the alligator game and like the like pinball tables and shit. Like it looks oh, so cool, like the up. basketball game. It looked so cool. I when I was in the the open network test, I literally said like if they don't make this playable, it's gonna be the biggest bullshit missed opportunity that Tekken will ever have. And I still stick to it to this day. With that said, though, I understand they probably f were focusing a lot on Tekken Ball and the story mode because all that is like very, very polished and expensive. But yeah. Oh, Nalib says, uh, you're right. Streamers need to start making an empty server event with their community. I 1,000% agree with that. Like just having a bunch of people hanging out. Yeah, it's been done a few times. But the, 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 the it's just that thing, man. It's open to... It's almost to the people you want, obviously, but also to the people that are unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, it's hard to, you know, do it right. Yeah, a thousand percent. Well, we've reached the end of our topics. We've covered everything. We gave away some pizza. You gave me some pizza. Thank you. Again, for those of you that missed it earlier, this is the... Ah, evil nice guy. Thank you. Whoa. Big uh, two months subscription thank you man good to see you we missed you i was watching american gladiator yesterday american gladiator is the greatest show on earth but for those of you that missed it we are a part of the twitch enhanced broadcast beta so this is coming at you uh, in a higher bit rate and a higher resolution so thank you twitch for letting me in on that sweet pretty fun uh, is there anything else we missed anything you want to talk about before we head out <laughs> I've just been out of commission for a little bit. So I was going to stream tonight. I'm still kind of debating it, going back and forth in my head right now because I'm, I'm kind of dead tired. So either way, I'm going to do some training mode. Yeah. Look, the stream will be there for you tomorrow. But if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be there tomorrow for the stream. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, I've been missing too many stream days. I don't feel good. Yeah. No, I, I understand. I, I'm the same way. I've been very inconsistent. But hopefully my brain will get it together eventually. But yeah, it's been a struggle. But anyway, all that aside, this has been another episode of Best of Five. Thank you, everybody, for joining. We went over... We, we gave some people pizza. I got some pizza. We talked about Ed. We talked about Mortal Kombat 1. We talked about Project L. Rest in peace. Automatic has no pizza. He hasn't uh, enjoyed a pizza for quite some time. 
<laughs> Sorry for your pizza loss. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, of course, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, the Automatic. You can see him Oops. at Automatic on everything, and except for YouTube, YouTube is at Jibbo. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Jibbo. Well, I'm speaking of hot. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. No, go for it. They sent me. Uh, they sent me four more. <laughs> they sent me four more hitboxes. <laughs> I'm hot, rich. Whoa! So I got five total now. Are they all different, or is it just the same one five yeah, times? Yeah, This is the one that I showed you. Um, this is the one I showed. Was it last two weeks ago? Last week? And this is the one that this is this is the the bigger one. It's actually pretty nice. And then there's like two other versions. I think they have less buttons, but I haven't really I haven't even opened them up yet, man. So I, I, got, I got a bunch of them. Yeah, so there's a lot to review. Uh, and later, Ragan says, somebody please send automatic pizza. You can send automatic pizza when he's on stream. You can subscribe to him. That gets some pizza, some pizza money. So it does. Um, you can use your Twitch Prime on him. But yeah. Uh, Diapers, formula, mortgage, and pizza. That's pretty much. Yeah, the, that's the, the trinity. all right like i said this has been another episode of best of five we'll be back next week uh i'll be here actually i have something very important happening tomorrow so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's potentially going to change how things are for this stream so especially coming up in the near future so it's gonna be pretty exciting i think i've even told you about it so don't think so yeah, tomorrow's gonna be tomorrow's gonna be pretty big. Uh, I'm both excited and nervous for it. Uh, will I let you know what it is? Not until it's finalized, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to put that little hinty hint hint out there. Thanks everybody for watching. Arm, you got any? Fi- uh, you say the final word. Uh, here it is, Automatic's <laughs> final word of the night. Uh, hello and good night. 